to imagine all life as you know it stopping instantaneously and every molecule in your body exploding at the speed of light. Total photonic reversal. Photonic reversal. With your hosts, Conan Neutron and Brenna Betts. Broadcasting from the top floor of the Radio Milk World headquarters in Oakland, California. A gigantic middle finger to everything that is rock about music, rock and roll, and corporate power. I'm, I'm from the South. <laughs> I'm a Southern Belle. Confidence of a hero or a fool. I wasn't exactly certain which. If you don't laugh, you're going to go on a killing spree with sharp and nails. I'm known for many things, and strong invectives are one of them. Conan, you have a lot going on right now. It means something. Well, we all deserve to be recognized. See anything wrong with, you know, being into the stuff you're into. 150 people with a massive crowd, you know. We'll sing you a song. You may be led astray. Meatloaf has a Christmas album. For what, what an excellent professional segue that was. Well, I'm very curious about Math Rock. You know, I kind of know the sound man for Rob Zombie. I'm presenting you the illusion of choice. We will impress you later. Yeah, it's a very good question. And I liked it because it had a beginning, a middle, and an end. Could not be more professional. Get you pumped up. We have answers. I just want to bring something up that I noticed via postings on the internet. That's like a science thing, right? That's right! Here we are, here we are. Oh, you are in the right place, you are in the right place, my friends, if you want to hear some rocks, some talk. Rocks? Some, some good times. I don't know if you actually will hear the rocks, but uh, the, the rocks will be will be in attendance. Like, like kicking rocks? The rocks have marked going instead of uh, can't make it Oh, on oh. Facebook, which I believe is what they say now. Oh, <laughs> which is, is for, they should have a wouldn't be caught dead going to this option on on the Facebook events. They could have yeah. a, uh, they could have the I'm really not going to go this, but I'm going to give you the false illusion that I'm going to go. Yeah, that's the passive aggressive. I'm not going. Yeah, it's definitely a passive aggressive. I'm not going. But uh, yeah, you you can mark those any way you want, and you'll still be here. You'll be here with us on Brodonic Reversal. Yeah. Is this thing on? 
Yes, it is, Brenna. Yes, it is. Uh, Joining me as always is uh, we totally destroyed my the momentum of what I was trying to do. What I was going to say was that uh, this is episode 65, 65 of Prodonic Reversal, which means, of course, that this show qualifies for what retirement. Oh, <laughs> as well as a, uh, I think you get a discount at Denny's. You're allowed oh. to uh, talk about how things cost more than they used to. And 10% off from the grocery store on yes, Tuesdays? Yes. Uh, you, you get nonstop mail from AARP, I understand. And uh, I, I think... But here's the important question. Do we get to have a party when we hit 69? Yes. Okay, cool. Yes. Yes, we do. I'm going to go ahead and say yes. Yes to that. Cool. Uh, but, of course, uh, there's been 65 episodes of Protonic Reversal. Thank you for those for those of you that are just joining us. Of course, you can, you can find all the archives right on Neutron dot com, and uh, dig into any of. And where those. you been? Yeah, it's it's fine. There's someone that just discovered it the other day and like sent a message. So they just started first episode. I was like, wow, cool. That's nice. I wanted to say something smart ass like a. Don't do you that. Know, game. No, no, I was, that's not <laughs> smart ass. That's just stupid. <laughs> Yeah, don't do that. It's not worth it. It's not worth your time. Yeah, exactly. That's I, just, I see. What, I see why you're the head of the marketing campaign over there. I meant, don't give Shit. a smartass remark to the person who just joined. You'll scare them. No, off. I was just gonna say like you know, don't worry. Game. I was like you know, Game of Thrones is not like you can you can miss an episode or two and it's okay. But oh yeah, I once asked someone to explain Game of Thrones to me, and they had this horrified, perplexed look. Yeah. Did they explain it? Did they explain to you they explained, the many characters? They explained nothing. I asked them if it was like Mists of Avalon. What? <laughs> and, what? And then they looked even more confused. Because there's swords in both? Is that like why it would be the same it's thing? It's like medieval-ish. Hey, uh, is uh, that movie Heat? Like, uh, you know, um, Matlock? Like I think there's a gun in both of them. Like Hoopastank, <laughs> yes. Is it like I think. It's like uh, it's like that TV show Sledgehammer, right? He's a cop too. No, Heat and Sledgehammer are not alike at all. It's like Bad Lieutenant Harvey Keitel, right? Yeah, it's exactly like that, right? Right, because they, they're both cops, so it clearly must be the same thing, right? That's how that works, I think. It's like Danny Glover from what's that movie that he's in? With the the, the one movie, cops? the Lethal Weapons yes. movies. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta, you got to pluralize those weapons. There are more than one. There's definitely more than one. Yeah, they're, they're, it's all the same. So, uh, it's Game of Thrones, huh? It's like uh, some some goblin or something in there. <laughs> it's like Lord no, of the Rings, right? No, there's not. Right? There's nothing. There, there's they're no goblins in there at all. They're on some journey to find the ring they're, that uh, owns them all. They're like looking for something. They're <laughs> looking for something. For they're, all, they're, all, they're all busy looking for something in that show, right? <laughs> there's a wizard. I don't think they're actually... Are there any wizards in the... What's that? What's that noise? I, I was wondering. <laughs> it's the noise of saying I, that bit is dying. I was <laughs> That's gonna, what that noise I was is. Gonna say, Christ. excuse you. Sixty-five but... episodes. You think we have to sort it out by now? But nope. It's all just one gigantic mess of technology and wires. That's exactly what it looks like <sighs> from where I'm sitting. Yeah. Actually. Well. You know it's what okay. you can do. We have, we have fun here. Uh, we hope we hope, of course, that you do have fun here with us. Uh, find find some insight and find some great tunes and. Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to today. Uh, we're going to be speaking to the ladies of the band Motherfucker from Athens, Georgia. Cool. And that's going to be cool. They, they put out a great record just recently. I uh, was a big fan of their other EP. Uh, devotees of the show, longtime listeners know that Erica Strout came on 
Gosh, that was a while ago. That was, I don't remember that. That was, that was long. That was a long time back. That might have actually been before you were on the show, Brennan. That's I, why I don't I'm even. Wondering. Yeah, I. I'm. It was, Christ, I barely remember it. <laughs> That's what's funny. You killed those. Brain if you ever cells. go back to the, those old episodes, and I would love to have like a, a like a best of or something for people to to listen to like be like hey you can you don't have to listen to well, i don't want to do it though i don't want to put it together that's the problem <laughs> you see the problem here no Where's our monkey cabana boy <laughs> exactly cabana boy here quickly edit these files thank you there's a task rad- rabbit app now maybe. task rabbit there's an app called task rabbit where you can hire someone to like go li- pick up your laptop from it's the not store. actual rabbits that are doing it though no they're humans no <laughs> bullshit I know it would be way cuter if it was Robert. It'd be pretty Robert. awesome if it was like, uh, yeah, like a what was it, the Cinderella? No, what did she? What did she have? She had she had some beasts working she for had her. All she had like a beast. Was it just rabbit? I, I doubt they were union labor either. They were, no. they were just there was Johnny on the spot with it. They got he, she had those birds. Those birds were doing some stuff. I think they were sewing and like uh, yeah, rats or something. Was there rats? Chipmunks or something? I don't know. Mice that were the horses. <laughs> there was like a pulling weasel. the pumpkin. Oh yeah, yeah, the mice turned into the horses. Right, right, right. That was like the one. The one. The one was fat too. Am I thinking the right movie? <laughs> I, oh yeah, it had a like funny little shirt. Yeah, and he yeah. was driving the pumpkin too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He was the he was the driver. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Glad we got that sorted out. This has been your Cinderella wrap-up. <laughs> Wait, what are we talking? Oh, yeah. So there's, is there an app to call these beasts forward to, uh, to cart your stuff around? No, seriously, what is it? Like, is it like I'm moving? Go move um, my stuff? It's like, I don't have time to wait in line at Tartine for bread. So could you, I'll pay you $20 to go get my bread. Wow, that's some, that's some rich guy stuff right there. Yeah, that's seriously. A- like, my time is worth that much. That half an hour of standing in line for bread would cost me way more than paying you to go get I don't know I don't know if there's any bread that I would wait in line but I've never for. tried tartine bread for that reason yeah well I I, I like bread fine like <laughs> I think it's, it's great but made differently it's I think they ferment well, the dough or something in a special way that well, it's, it's got those gold fancy. flakes that are made from like the tears of orphans from Nigeria or something like, I don't understand I like, definitely why. don't want that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it, Unless it tastes like wasn't magic. Wasn't it that like champagne or something that had a Goldschlager? No, no. This this was some. It had actual gold. It had, oh. This was a drink that had actual gold in it, and obviously it was it was in some preposterous amount of money. So you have these people that these these rich landed gentry, we'll just call them, who, who are drinking this this drink of some kind. We'll say it's you know uh, whatever drink it happened, champagne, wine, whatever it was, probably champagne, and they're drinking. Actual gold flakes that you you know somebody somewhere it sounds really painful on the other side. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, gold's a very malleable substance, but uh, you have actual gold flakes that someone's digesting, and get, you know someone's got to mine that. You know, there's got to be like some 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 grandpa with like a bushy mustache somewhere in uh, in the in the mountains, right. like panning for gold, trying to you know raise money for Aww. so his family can eat. That, I want to uh, meet that guy. That now goes, you know, goes over to uh, the the shipper who's just trying to keep his his business going because uh, you know they they've been attacked three times by the by the rebel forces and this and that and like there's all these different like transit ways down the but line sounds- just so this asshole fucking millionaire can drink his fucking drink with gold flakes in it. It sounds like the and poop plot it out. of civilization civilization that video game from long ago. Well, it's a, I believe it's a real thing. It might have been an urban legend. I don't know. It's a good story anyway. 
Cool story, bro. Thank you. Uh, let's uh, hear. Let's hear a song. Let's hear. Let's hear a song from Motherfucker, and then we had that that band we wanted to play last week that we didn't get around to playing with uh, David when David Yao was on. What was a uh, Cre- Creepoid? Creepoid. Oh, that's the band I wanted to play. Yeah, with. we'll, we'll yeah. see if we can dig, see if we can, see if we can dig them up too. Dig, dig them up from somewhere. Point. Maybe poop them out later as gold flakes. Who knows? We'll see how it works out. See what the day takes us. This is motherfucker with confetti, parentheses in your fucking face.
Okay, that was... Who was that, Brenna? That was Creepoid, right? Creepoid. With Tell the Man from... Tell the Man! From Cemetery High Rise Slum. Smile? Does it say slum? slum? No, it, it says, says slum. Oh. Don't do that to me. <laughs> Sorry. I was like reading it. I was like, oh, I don't know. Is it? I'm like, no, it isn't. It's uh, that's, uh, <laughs> that's what it says on here, at least. I don't know. It's like, I'm not reading it. It's true. Just push the thing, and that's that's what, that's what it said. And I'm just going by what it, what it said. I don't know what to tell you. Um, I saw them at Bottom of the Hill like two weeks ago. You did. Ago? You talked about them. Was it two weeks ago or was it last week? I talked about them last week, but I saw them the you Friday before. You saw them before. The, before that, okay. Yeah, it was really great. They're, <clears throat> they have a female bass player who also sings on some of the songs, and then the drummer was really, I thought he was really good. I don't know. I don't know that much about drumming. Maybe he was just okay, I don't, but I thought it was I mean, cool. he had drums, so it sounded exactly like uh, Ziggy Molesta, right? <laughs> <laughs> he had long hair, and he was drumming, and he sang a little bit, but very, very little bit. And mm. the female bass player, which I think is like super awesome to see female bass players, was like they had a good dynamic going. They were all really great. There's, you know, singing and playing drums is actually really hard. There, there's that, ba- yeah. that band Mega Mall that I've played, I, I like quite a bit. Scott Pico, who also plays drums in uh, Bear Claw, he sings and plays drums, and he plays like kind of complicated drum parts, and it's it's not easy. It's not easy to be a good drummer, and it's really not easy to uh, sing as and well then, as drum. Yeah, it's and a, do both. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. It's hard. It's it's a hard knock life out there. It is indeed. Before that, we had Motherfucker with Confetti in your fucking face. It's Confetti parentheses in your fucking face, actually. Truth be told. Is that like a, like a slow burn kind of thing? Confetti. In your fucking face. <laughs> I don't know. We'll be able to ask him pretty soon. We're going to have them on shortly, about 10 minutes or so. That is, uh, you know, some Punch in the Air rock off of the record Confetti, which you can find on Sick Room Records or at motherfuckermotherfucker.bandcamp.com. Oh, if you want to get that Creepoid stuff, it's uh, this creepoid.com. And uh, yeah, there's, there appears to be a lot of stuff to look at on there, so... Oh, you, I you can looked. you can find it. No, they got like videos and like they got a Bandcamp page. That's, They've been it's around professional for a while. Looking. Yeah, pretty cool. Um, Philadelphia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. They did not play an encore, which I appreciated because I think encores are contrived. Yeah, encores are usually BS. They literally threw their shit down. The drummer kicked his drum over, and then they got up and left. And I was like, "Yeah, that's better than figuratively kicking it over for sure." But yeah, yeah I mean, that's I don't know. Like, re- like the worst is when you're like, "All right." I know. Everyone's like, kind of looking at each other, like we're doing this, huh? Okay. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> well, All right. Oh, okay. One more. One. No, you I, had that plan. I think. It, I, I mean, it's also. I think far more awkward when they wait a really long time for the crowd to build. <laughs> where it's like, come on, we're not coming back out until you nope. really. You gotta earn it, baby. But like the lights are still on and like it's all quiet it's like, and no, awkward. Yeah, exactly. Everyone knows if the lights haven't come back up yet, they're gonna fucking come out and play another goddamn song. <laughs> know. Everyone knows that. Like it's so annoying it's like, because Jesus then Christ. like if I rode with There's someone, the one and they like, won't come on, leave. They're not gonna do it. They're totally gonna do it. It's written on the set list. <laughs> it's, I hate I hate it's dumb. It's, <laughs> it's fucking dumb. No, I'm with you. I mean, it's there's a there's maybe Two dozen times, I think, that I've honestly been like, holy, oh my God, yeah, you have to blow my jeep, fuck, yeah. Like, and it's so rare, and it's so, especially in bigger shows, there's always, and they always, like, 
oh, I guess they're uh, not going to play the big hit, huh? No, of course they're going to play it. They're going to play it in the goddamn encore. <laughs> and they're going to make you suffer through, like... Awkwardness. All this awkward, like, yeah, come on, keep it going, keep it going. No, fuck off. And then they're like, try harder. <laughs> You're not trying hard enough. Yeah. Louder. It's like, come on, we're not dating or anything. Just come out here, <laughs> just here to have a good show. Come just on, play your damn music so we can go home. I'm tired. I will say on the the documentary about the song uh, "Goodbye Blue Monday" by New Order about the song. It's some German thing. It's on YouTube. Uh, fascinating about it. It's about a half hour, and <laughs> Bernard Sumner and um, Peter Hook obviously hate each other, mm-hmm. and that's hilarious in and of itself. I mean, sad but hilarious. But I guess they talked about like on the the first U.S. tour they did they they would play that song. But they would just play, like, you know, the drum machine part. And you have to realize this is before, like, hey, I'm going to I'm gonna be a uh, musician. I'm going to pull up the app and, like, you know, pull up the drum machine on my phone and immediately <laughs> make a song, post to the internet, and have 17,000 comments. You know, like, no, that's wasn't that kind of world. Yeah. They, the way they came up with the drum beat was, like, this very, you know, interesting process. Well, they would leave it going. That's what they would do. They, they would go off stage and they would leave that going for a while and they thought it was funny. And then they saw that like, oh, everyone's dancing around to this. Like they're enjoying this. And so they kind of like jammed out the song and that oh. kind of became its own thing. So that's cool. Like something good came out of that. But That was an accident. They weren't, <laughs> it's not contrived. Right. It, well, exactly. Contrivance is the problem. Yes. The act of the, the encore isn't the problem. problem. The contrivance yeah. is the problem. Yeah. It's the like, yeah, do it if you want to do it if the crowd is in the mute mood and you're feeling the vibe, but don't do it because you feel like you have to or whatever. Yeah, don't fake I the funk. Per- I would prefer just to go home and sleep. <laughs> right. I, yeah. You know what I really would enjoy? Not fighting all these people to get out the goddamn <laughs> yeah, door to go home. Like, That'd be great. Just, uh, like, That's I, how you know that this is a show that's 65 years or older. <laughs> yeah. 65 shows are over. Yeah. We're over the encore. Protonic reversal is probably going to go home before the encore. <laughs> yeah. Just going to tell you that right now. <laughs> yeah. But don't worry, Life in the Barrage is outside smoking and miss most of the sets. So. <laughs> um, None of the above, front and center, actually. But I had a funny story that I wanted to share. I mentioned it while we were off oh, the yeah, air. Yeah. So you, yeah, go ahead. I was talking with my coworker the other day, and I don't know what I said that spawned this, but it was something along the lines of like, Oh, I did something stupid, which, you know, is like a thing I do occasionally because I'm humble. I can admit it. We all do it, though. Don't don't kid yourself. (laughs) (laughs) I know you pointed to me. I'm trying not to take that personally. I did it. I mean, it's just because I happened to be sitting across from you. Right. I get you. But she said, at least you're not that guy that died from an espresso machine. I was all like, what? What? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I don't think I have it ready. Um. Yeah, uh, in my mind, that means, like, explosion or something, which could happen, but it explosion. seems extremely rare. And then she went on to discuss, like, my boss was in there, and oh, we actually, they were we, we actually have we actually do have tape of that reaction. That, uh, when, oh, when, oh when we that do? Said. Yeah, it sounds like this. What? Yeah, that's what happened. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's a good one. That's from Travis Keller's story, wasn't it? I think Anyways. That was Brett Eugene, I think. Oh, yeah, actually. that's true. Um what <laughs> my, my boss apparently knew this what? guy and was talking about how he's actually a really nice guy but i don't know we were kind of being a little lighthearted about it because yeah. it's so crazy and then i guess apparently he was standing up on a ladder moving it by himself and then my boss was like well i guess the moral of that story is don't move he- heavy machinery by yourself and mm-hmm. i was doing something in the back sort of not totally involved in it and i just walked out on the floor and i go oh well i guess darwin was right 
Holy crap. <laughs> wow. I didn't mean to be so rude. I had had four hours of sleep and I, it just like popped out of my mouth and I was like, holy shit, I just said that out loud. I was your coworker just like, fuck you? <laughs> no, no, they kind of snickered and were like, you have a point. Because I, I immediately you're was an, like, you're an asshole, but you got a point. <laughs> I immediately went, oh, I'm such an asshole sometimes. I can't believe I said that out loud. But it, I, I mean, I don't know. It's, I, I just had this like, oh, well, let's get back to work. <laughs> Speaking of getting back to work, there's another motherfucker song. This is Zang. <laughs> Exclamation point. It, it's not spelled out in the song title, but it, it is Zang with an exclamation point. By the band Motherfucker, that is off the record confetti. And we have with us on the line the ladies of Motherfucker. Hello. Hey, Conan. How are you? How's it going? And the uh, the other the other voice you will hear is uh, my co-host, Brenna Betts. Brenna, say hello. Hello. Oh, hi. 
Hello. Hello. I, I believe we have Erica, Erica, and Mandy, correct? Yes? Correct. Yep. We have the yep. motherfucker triumvirate, if you will. <laughs> Wait, we're all here. Wait, say that again? What is that? The motherfucker triumvirate. It's a, oh, wow. Yeah. That's a fancy <laughs> word. It's a three-peat, really. Oh. Okay. Uh, <laughs> We're not a trio. We're a triumvirate. Right. Exactly. I think you should. I think you can use that. I won't charge you or anything for it. I think you should actually use that. Oh, thanks. Wow. <laughs> How will we ever repay? You? Yeah. Exactly. I know. You're gonna earn a lot of money on that. So you're gonna you're gonna want to use that that phrase. Uh, <laughs> ladies, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, it's it's a pleasure to have you. Thank a you. Pleasure to be Good here. Good to talk to you. <laughs> talk to me about the the new record Confetti, which is available in Sick Room Sick Room Records. Uh, why Confetti? Why is that the album title? Like what's the what? what how did that come about? Uh, oh. well, um, it's kind of a long slash short story. Okay, so uh, this is Erica Drum speaking. If you I, I would, care to know, <laughs> clearly you're a radio professional because I was just about to ask you to identify yourself. Thank you. <laughs> total pro, total pro. Uh, no, so confetti came about. Um, uh, actually, my mom passed away uh, about a year and a half ago, and it was really, really awful, of course, as it is when that happens. But um, I had this feeling when I was walking around and trying to, like, be normal with people, and they would talk to me about their inane, dumb problems. And I just wanted to, you know, a, you know, do something physically harmless to them that would really create a problem for them, like throw confetti at them. <laughs> Ideally, with a, with a huge confetti cannon, like, straight at them. So yeah, I yeah. Like, oh, so um, you bought a new car and it didn't have as many features as you thought it originally did? Oh, that sucked. Confetti in your fucking face. You know, just like that. <laughs> uh, so it became this thing that I kept saying to make myself laugh and to make myself feel better. And it became just this this whole thing. And so we kind of we had this tune that we were kind of working out and it was really fun to play. And we sat down over some tacos and wrote it out real fast. And that's how it came to be. And it uh, consistently of the tracks that are on that record and throughout our sets that we've played ever since we wrote that song, it's been in every single one cause it's really fun and we all have a really good time playing it. And so we just, uh, decided to go for it we thought it could create some cool looking artwork and uh and uh go with it you know although just, go ahead sorry. although i would like to make a disclaimer that if you shoot a confetti cannon into someone's face it will injure them oh yeah you should, <laughs> should not do don't that. try that at home that's a very <laughs> helpful hint there thank you yes. for saying we, we, that we, we, are responsible i like to shoot <laughs> i like to shoot them off at the shows and uh it it's a very fun thing to do, but it is a pretty powerful confetti cannon, so I would not aim it at it, Aim away from the face, basically. <laughs> yes. right? Yeah. Aim up above people's yeah. faces. Well, there's, a great, and there's a great picture that uh, our mutual friend Mike White got of you guys playing at the uh, Pier of Barbecue in Chicago, where the confetti cannon is, is being activated. Uh, do you activate a confetti? I guess you shoot it. A yeah, we. <laughs> I have to activate it because you have to twist it a little bit. I mean, oh, the, okay. The, the way I'm bringing it up, it's like they have like two nuclear keys and two people have to turn them at the same time. It's just a confetti cannon. It's kind it's, of like that. Yeah. Okay. It's a powerful yeah. weapon. I'm really gullible yes. about these confetti cannons because I know nothing. So I'm <laughs> actually picturing the go for to real. your local uh, party celebration store and you should be able to find them. Yeah. Oh, um, good to know. They're not. They're not inexpensive either. They're actually well, kind of expensive. <laughs> they're like six ninety nine, I think. But 
I, I did notice Wait. in that photo when I saw it for the first time that it was actually there was a little bit of smoke coming out of the top of it, which I had never noticed before. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> so again, don't try this at home. Good yeah. to know. I was going to go. There's a party store a block from my house, actually. I was going to go up and get one. So now I won't. Shoot it off on Bart. Hey, everybody. Definitely go get one. Just don't shoot it at anybody. Yeah, ways to get arrested in a Bart station. These irresponsible (laughs) girls from Athens said I should shoot this in your face. (laughs) Do that. I got reminded today that I hit someone in the face with a magnet at the last show we played, too. And I just. Oh, no. Every time I see this girl around town, she's like, thanks for hitting me in the face with that magnet. And I'm like, oh, that's awful. Like how big, like a refrigerator magnet or? It was a, yeah, it was um, like, it was like a two and a half, two and a quarter inch like button size, but I had made them into magnets and I only had a handful. We were copying. Oh, oh. So you were like throwing them out to the okay. crowd or something. Yeah, so I just decided at the end of the show <laughs> to throw them someone. out and I hit her in the face and apparently <laughs> it became a good thing for her because on Erica's arm it says don't quit and on that that was the image was our album cover. And so she was like, don't quit. And she took it as a friction. So it's on her refrigerator now. But. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. it was like a sign, a message from the heavens <laughs> above to, you know, never give up. Kind of thing. It's playing in front of her. People talk, people talk about wanting a more explicit message. Being hit in the face with something is about as explicit as you can get, I would say. Oh, don't quit. Oh, okay, cool. I was going to quit smoking, but now I won't. <laughs> You, you can write. You could. Uh, you could make the magnets backwards, and that way, when you they indent in someone's forehead, they would see it in the mirror as the correct way around. Oh, yeah. I'll work on that. Yeah, that's you'll good. have to work on aim too. Yeah, <laughs> you'll have to get better <laughs> at aiming magnets at people's faces. That'll be good. It's a good skill for a band to have, really. Yeah, let's add to the the stigma. That'll be that'll be good. <laughs> and magnets. Yeah. So, have you? And what's interesting to me is before I ever heard a note of your music or, or saw you, and I'd like to point out that I think uh, I think y'all are a hell of a live band. It's it's uh, great on the record and you know great live, which as most great bands are. Thanks. Uh, before I ever heard you guys, though, I heard about you from Henry Owens, who mentioned that that there was this band from Athens called Motherfucker, and I was like, wow, that's uh, that's an audacious name. I believe was my official response. Wow. <laughs> Uh, because I mean, yeah, it's it's like that's. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, mother mo- motherfucker. Like I was, I was like, yeah, they, I, I I hope they own it. And he's like, oh yeah, they own it. And I'm like, okay, that's good. But is that? <laughs> I mean, what's been the most like colorful reactions to a, a name that not only has an expletive, but if you stop and think about it, you know, it's it's not, it's not a bad name. It's you know, it's just it's it's. There's a whole day. Mothers should get love too. Yeah. Two motherfuckers. Of course. It's called Father's Mom's Day. Day. <laughs> Moms need love, just like everyone yeah, else. Yeah, exactly. I don't I get why. I don't understand the misinterpretation. I think it's very clear what we're going for. We're I, supporting moms every day. Right. I I honestly haven't had anybody act like get upset or or yelling or yeah, we or have even like. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> When I've told people what the name of my band is, they're usually just like, oh, oh give me a break. Some yeah, of them you know. are like, I'll get either like, oh, that's awesome, or I get, oh, usually. S- Stroud's like, the cute one. <laughs> oh. Well, like, oh, she's cute. <laughs> and then they don't say it to her face, but they've said it to my face. What have they said to you? <laughs> uh, oh, wait, well, what? We've been, tro- we've been trolled on the internet quite a bit, actually. Oh, that's mm. a- um, yeah. Really, the, fir- the, the there was an old man who... I will, who shall remain, remain nameless? Who, uh, who 
consist- consistently <laughs> trolled us and told us we were all going to hell and that we were stupid and unoriginal and all this. Um, I forgot Which about was that fine. Guy. You know, it's fine. Whatever. I mean, he, he had a lot of time to message us, clearly. So Yeah, I was going to say, that sounds like Tuesday, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was trolling us. He had nothing better to do, and that was fine. Um, and then uh, I've had a couple of... Uh, right in the very beginning, um, there were a couple of naysayers who uh, honestly said they thought the music was great and they thought that it would just hold us back. And ironically, here we are talking about it. And I, it's it's the thing I talk about all the time now. And it's kind of funny because we had no concept of this lasting more than a day, you know, more than this one show that we planned it around. And it's... Uh, hilarious to me that here I am almost two what two years later yeah it's been two, two years, years and right. now we're talking I talk about it all the time and it's it's just become this you know thing I fire off it's not a big deal but yeah oh the worst thing though there was a sport in the very beginning where all these people in various parts of the world and it was all over the world were liking our band and I thought it was some sort of like you know Facebook scam but it was uh <laughs> It was people that, you know, like to have sexual intercourse with mothers specifically. Oh. And they, had, they had misunderstood what we were doing, and it never occurred to me that that might be a thing, because, you know, it's a band, and we're in America, and bands, whatever. But no, other places, they yeah, think yeah. not what we are. They think we are an organization or a group of people who enjoy... Um, you know, mom love, which I mean, we support mom love. Yeah, it's love, not that you don't. I mean, we're about, you know, clearly. So uh, that was a thing. And <laughs> I had I to go I, systematically block I, a whole lot of people. <laughs> I think you're going to have to speak for yourself. I'm not sure I support that kind of mom love. Mom, what? You, you don't you think don't, mom should be boned? <laughs> you don't like fetish mom love. No, it's not. Fe- we don't fetishize mothers now. No, I, okay. That's no. good to clarify that. Well, and, and yeah. so in that uh, in that you mentioned, when the band originally came together, it, w- it wasn't meant to be like, hey, we're making this band that's going to be built to last, and this is the name that, yeah, we're going to be talking about for a long time to come. It was sort of just uh, like a one-off kind of thing, if I remember correctly, right? Correct. Right. And, you know, if I would really done my research, I would have went back and listened to the episode that Erica Strout was on forever ago but like i said i barely remember that it exists at this point because we do this every week uh so uh, you have to apologize but what what was there was was like a festival or something right that there was a like a and the set was sort of like supposed to be like a one-off kind of thing it's called slop fest they have it every year it's similar to the barbecue okay local bands we're all friends and comrades and it's just how many days of music? Three or four? Three. It's four it's, now. It's four it used now. to be one, and now it's up to four. It's this, what was it? The fifth one we've had now? Fifth or sixth? Yes. I would dare say six, but I'm not sure. They're getting up there. And it, they also donate the funds to a good cause that they raise. So it has been Girls Rock Camp the past couple of years. Yeah, Girls Rock Athens. Yep. Yeah. Nice. And that, and, and that, I believe that was Mandy Branch that was a speaking yeah. bass player, right? Hello. Hello, Mandy. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were there. Um, I I'm do... the quiet one. Yes. <laughs> Speaking of the name, though, I do remember that my mom thought that um, that we should change it because we wouldn't be successful with a name with that name. How are you going to get on Kimmel with that name? Yeah. Yep. I actually had a man email me from childhood who told me that he couldn't believe I was in a band with that name, and what would my father think? 
And oh. my father's deceased. He passed away a few years ago. Oh. And I told him, I said, my father would support me in whatever I do, and my mom supports me as well, and this band makes me happy, and yeah. I don't have time to spend judging other people's actions, and if you don't like what I post, then block me or unfriend me. Yeah. I don't have time for this. I got this confetti cannon, and I'm going to aim it right at your face. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but then I never heard back from him, and he didn't. Uh, block me or unfriend me or anything. In fact, his family, you know, sits there and sends me nice things all the time. So, oh, yeah, there you go. That's, yeah. Well, are weird. it's weird what people focus on. Yeah. And I think that that's something that, you know, yeah, I'm sure there's going to be certain people that, you know, might hesitate about playing your record to, you know, their, their young child with not wanting to have the explanation of what, like, the curse word is. Or maybe they might asterisk it out if they were writing it out or something. But, like, I don't know, like, what? It's you know, words. Come I mean, on. There's something that has been, I keep thinking about, because people, I've actually had some people that are fans of us say, oh, man, you know, I wish I could show this to my daughters, you know, or my kids, which I think is amazing and something that mo- no band is ever like, oh, right. man, I really hope somebody, somebody can so- show this to their kid. Nobody thinks that going into it, I don't think, unless you're making children's music. But I remember very distinctly, <laughs> right. I remember very distinctly my mom had an L7 record. And it was Hungry for Stink, and I was nice. like a child. I was like 10 years old, and I found this record in her collection and it looked nothing like anything else. My mom loved Kenny Loggins and Phil Collins and then she had this L7 record for no no, unexpected reason. I know, so I had it and I stared at the cover and it's gory and it's weird and it's upsetting and I was obsessed with it and I wanted it so bad. And I remember my mom looked at me and she's like, you can listen to this when you're 16. So I immediately, you know, waited for her to go to bed and then, like, found a way to steal it. <laughs> I got you 16 right here. <laughs> it was a CD, you know? And so I found a way to, like, go, you know, listen to it. And I listened to it obsessively. And it's all I cared about. And, you know, now I'm in a band called Motherfucker. So I guess if that's what you don't want your kid to do, then you shouldn't let your kid listen to Hungry for Stink when they're 10. But, you know, I was fine. Because I'm a reasonable person, and so was my parent, and that record, you know, motivated me, and is why I am the way I am. So, well, show I sp- it to your freaking kids; it's going to be okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I suppose it might be in a way. It's kind of bringing, you know, because because if you think about the way contemporary culture is, rock and roll isn't considered rebellious music necessarily anymore. But it's still, yeah, there's always going to be a certain stigma for people that you know don't want to have their kids dropping f-bombs around the house or whatever that you know it doesn't make it a little dangerous which of course makes it exciting and interesting to someone that i guess i mean i i know a lot of people or just working in service i meet parents and stuff in my i often am like what music is appropriate to play in a public place and my boss is always like well i taught my daughters that there are grown-up words and one day that they can say they, them. They, they can use those if they want to. Yeah. They can hear them and maybe even, and I've actually talked to a lot of parents about this, like they can say them, but they can't say them around certain people or out of the house or, you know, it's a grown up word. You can't just say that all the time, which I think is a, a new idiots. movement. Of- <laughs> yeah. Kids are idiots. They know when they're doing something bad and right. when they're being appropriate. Well, like, yeah, you- they're not going to curse out the principal. Yeah, hopefully. Maybe. Yeah, if they are cursing other principal, then there's probably something else wrong with them. Agreed, yes. <laughs> Not just that they know that those words exist. 
Right, they're gonna know that they exist no matter what. So Satan might as well didn't just enter their souls immediately upon uttering the, the naughty yeah. words. Right. Yep. <laughs> I'm a big, huge Lewis Black fan, and oh, yeah. Alex he says about curse words. He says they're words that adults use to express frustration, and I think that's true in a lot of cases. And sometimes, you know, you just want to say "motherfucker" or whatever it might be because <laughs> you're stressed. Right. And it feels a lot better than saying Fiddlesticks. Fiddlesticks. <laughs> God oh, bless it. But, God bless it. Okay, so if somebody gives us a bunch of money, we'll change our band name to Fiddlesticks. <laughs> <laughs> a bunch of money. <laughs> yeah. We're talking six, seven figures for that. <laughs> it's gonna oh, be yeah. a high price. It's gonna be a lot, yeah. <laughs> Fiddlesticks. <laughs> what a great bad band name. <laughs> That's a great yeah. Yeah. Oh, Can so we good. start a band called Fiddlesticks? Fiddlesticks? You guys can't have it now. No, is that like a to fight us for it? A folk jam band or Yeah. I was thinking like folk metal or some sort. Of <laughs> Ar- Arson-, Arson Smith in the chat box having the spelling of F Y D D L E S T Y Y X X. It'll have to be spelled stupid. Three X's. Yeah. Three X's. Sorry, I was reading that wrong. <laughs> triple. X. Yeah, you gotta have the triple X. If you're going full, if you're going that far down the road, you really need to go all the way. So is it like sticks spelled like sticks? The band sticks, but yes. then more X's. Yes. With, with fiddle in front. But but triple X, uh, obviously for the adult content. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's uh, pretty great. There you go. Awesome. Okay. So, so that's that's that. Glad, glad we covered that. Uh, Check. <laughs> check. So you got you guys just did a um, a tour with Powder Room just recently. Uh, another another great band we've played on the show. Uh, how that seemed like what I saw of the couple shows I saw of it seemed like that was going well. Seems like everyone's getting along. Seems like the, you enjoyed each other's company. Did that not break down immediately afterwards or anything? <laughs> no, we had a great. Have time you with seen them. the Powder Room lately? No, <laughs> <laughs> no. The Powder Room are kind of it's it. We've known those guys for a really long time. We live in a tiny town and people kind of forget that, but we, you know, we're all bumping into each other all the time. And those guys, you know, we've known them since long before this band existed and in sure. their prior bands and whatnot. And, um, it's really, it's really cool to be able to do something like this. Our bands kind of started getting attention around the same time and they were kind of out of the ashes of other bands. And it's, it's yeah. cool. All of them actually. Yeah. Like, I was all actually of us were in, in another band with, yeah. with yeah. the, uh, well, not the drummer you saw, but the original drummer and their bassist. I was in a band with them before oh, okay. the band started. <laughs> yeah. Small town. So yeah. yeah, we've all, you know, we've all known each other a long time. So getting in a van with them was really fun. And, and, uh, you know, they're kind of, we, we joke, but it's very true. We're very Brady Bunch. You know, they're the, the brother band to our sister band. You know, it's very much like that. And it's, uh, you know, that's that's who we wanted to go on the road with if we were going to do it with anybody. And Patrick Ferguson, of course. Yeah, he's, he's a fantastic drummer, of course, uh, from the great 5-8, from um, uh, other things as, as well. Uh, yeah, and my only experience with them was seeing them at the Pier of Barbecue Chicago. But, I mean, out of... Uh, you know, a, a veritable deluge of great bands. They definitely stood out to me immediately. It's like, oh wow, these guys are cool. Right on. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, that's hard. Uh, hard to do sometimes. Oh yeah, I mean, it's yeah. Christ. Like we played on a, I don't even like sun, Sunday. I don't even remember. <laughs> Obviously, it made a huge impression. And uh, you know, at, at the time, I was like, oh my god, I can't believe I'm gonna play. Jesus. 
wait till we drop on my feet. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get tired of hearing their set every night while we were on the road. Not That's that it was cool. a super long tour, but I didn't at all. Yeah, sometime around week nine, you're like, all right, I'm going to be in my green room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we each have a green room. Yeah, exactly. I'm glad you picked up on that. Um, yeah, no, no, that's, they've been my favorite local band since they started, you know, and it's, it's really fun to watch them be successful and, and root for them. Um, it's, uh, they actually, I think they just got their, uh, their next record's going to be out on Learning Curve. That was news yesterday. And I'm oh, really yeah. Excited so that's awesome. So yeah. good job, Gene, Bob, and Patrick on that, if anybody cares. Lear- Learning Curve, great, rec- <laughs> great record label, Animal Lovers on there, Blaine Shakes done some stuff on there. Um, yeah, they also have a logo surprisingly similar to the Seismic Wave Entertainment logo, which I think is hilarious and awesome. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> They're both cool-looking logos, but it's like, oh, that's funny that it's just, yeah, but it's I'll like representing a, a Learning Curve versus a, a, a guy, uh, not Geiger Counter, uh, Seismic Reading. Right. Oh, okay, so, cool. Similar thing. So, uh, do you have you obviously you know the Gary, but uh, your your sick room records, brethren and cistern cistern. That's like a bowl, isn't it? Uh, what <laughs> cistern? An <laughs> urn. What? So what was it? Brethren and, and what would it be? What would the? Hmm. I don't know. Cistern. That sounds gross. Your siblings on sick room records. <laughs> yes. Yeah, a cistern's like a storage, a water storage thing. Eh, eh, whatever. Anyway. Let's just go with that. Yeah, let's just run with that. So, have you obviously you know the Gary? Uh, are you familiar with the rest of the the bands that are on Sick Room? Uh, Ryan's had um, that label for a while, of course. The great Sick Room I, records. Uh, I spent a, a little bit of time right after uh, we got involved, um, listening to everything that I could on Sick Room. Um, I met We Ride On at our first barbecue, which was ah, yeah. the 2018, and they were fantastic. And I and they stood yeah. out to me immediately. And I, you know. I think they were the only New York band too. And I, I just, I just uh, approached them and I guess I don't know what I was expecting, but then they were all, they were super sweet guys. And like, I don't know, I had a really good time hanging out with them. And so when we got the opportunity to work with sick room, I was really excited because I really liked them. And um, I got into their catalog, into the catalog. And uh, the one band besides the ones we've already talked about and a couple others that really just blew my mind was Marvin from France. I, okay. Yeah. I, I seriously became obsessed with it almost instantly. And I, I've kind of been listening to nothing but Marvin for a while. So oh, yeah, I'm really yeah. There, yeah, there's some there's some quality stuff on yeah. that label, there. and it always I mean, uh, you know, the Rumasaki stuff is great. Uh, yeah, definitely. Proggy band from out over these parts, ten grand, obviously fantastic. Um, you know, dilute. I think there's like some dilute and Howard Hello stuff that's on there, which is an interesting band. But yeah, it's it, there's people don't realize that, that label's got a lot more history than than a lot of people oh, realize. Yeah. I think so. It's very very cool that you're a part of that family. Very cool. It is extremely yeah. cool. Yes, yeah. we're very happy to be. Very. So, are you are you planning out the uh, the the European jaunt? Are you, are you going across the pond anytime soon? How much money uh, you got? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, that depends. How are we spilling fiddlesticks? Let's, uh, <laughs> let's get down to brass tacks here. <laughs> Three well, X's or two? It's a deal breaker. <laughs> oh, we would absolutely love that. That would be a dream come true. Um, we have a couple of friends here. Like we, that's kind of this thing that we you know, as musicians in town, in a small town, haven't really ever thought like, Oh, that's going to happen for any of us at some point. But now it's a thing that, you know, if 
we feel obligated to try and I would really like to, um, I've always wanted to go overseas. I've never yeah. been, but, yeah. uh, yeah. yeah, I would love to do that. And yeah, yes. that'd be super good. Yeah. We, we don't want any hard plans yet, but or we were, money. we're definitely, yeah, <laughs> right, right. Money, but you know, uh, we have soft money and soft plans. Yeah. <laughs> Got to get some of that, uh, citizens United money. Get some, get some, we'll get some super packs involved. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Well, I I always say, you know, it's it's like a lot of bands never get to play a show at all, or you get to record a record, and you know, a lot of bands never get to play outside their hometown, and a lot of bands never get to go on tour, and a lot of bands that go on tour never have a good or fun tour, and it's like if you have any of those things at all, it's like kind of good just to be thankful that that you're doing that at all, and you know, just be like, oh, okay, well, there's there's more. Cool. That's awesome. Yeah, we've we've loved every step of the way, and we're very grateful for. Um, the success that we've seen so far. So, Confetti is the most recent record. And of course, before that, you had an EP, and that was entitled Taekwondo. Correct. Yep. And yep. it's that's that is an EP that had got a lot of play on this show, as does uh, the the new record. And. Why was it Taekwondo specifically? Like, what was it? Was it just like, that's a fun name or? Such a good story Man- behind that. Mandy, why don't you tell it? Well, I can't remember the name of the movie. Miami Connection. That's it. Miami Connection. We were watching a movie called Miami Connection. You, just, you need to watch this movie. Okay, hold on. I'll be right back. It's <laughs> from the 80s. I think we, did we even get to the end of it? We've, we've got to finish it. There is, okay. It's just this bizarre must have fallen asleep. Movie where they are brothers, or no, not brothers. They're friends. What is it about? <laughs> it's a band of ninjas in yes. Miami. But they're in a band. <laughs> this sounds like an, a rapidly evolving <laughs> drunken story, not a movie, but. <laughs> no, no, they're not ninjas. They're plumbers. Okay, okay, I get it. Right. Ninjas in LA yes. form a band. Yes. No, Miami. Miami. <laughs> That's perfect. Wherever. <laughs> Whatever. There were palm trees there. Anyway, so. Ninjas in Rivendale form a band. Yes. Wait, when was this movie? I'm looking it up right now because I feel like I've seen this before. We have uh, Jacques in the, in the chat box saying that Miami time. Connection yeah. rules. So apparently it, this is independently verified. Theory, this thing, this phenomenon on the internet, Kung Fury. That that thing? No. Okay. What? What? What theory? This is like Kung was for serious. Kung Fury. Oh. With Cena? No. No. Okay. Oh, okay. Also, it's kind of like a mockery of what this this movie actually was trying to do. It's very low budget. The acting is horrendous. But they have a few songs that they perform throughout the throughout the uh, throughout the movie, and um, we basically didn't totally rip one off. I don't want to disillusion anybody, but we definitely took a lot of elements. And if you watch the film, you'll be able to see that if you also listen to our EP. Actually, I think if you listen to our EP with Miami Connection sound off, they sync up really neat, kind of like... Kind of <laughs> like like, like uh, the Pink Floyd Dark Side of the Moon thing? Yeah, yeah, and of Oz. yeah it's just like that. So watch Miami <laughs> Connection and listen to Taekwondo. You're going to have to put Taekwondo on repeat, though, because it's short. Right, I was going to say, it's not a, not a long EP, so... No. The movie, I don't know how they made it as long as they did. I really don't, because it's not that many ideas. Well, I it's, say that all the time. <laughs> it's, it's fighting, and then it's rock and roll, and then it's fighting and rock and roll. It's really good. 
sometimes they just stop and say, okay, we're going to show you how to do Taekwondo right now. And then they... <laughs> I think I've seen this movie. I'm not sure. I think I feel like I've seen this. There's also yeah, this one it's... part where the sister, they were trying to save a sister uh-huh. for some reason. And she's going to computer class. Oh, yeah. And then in computer class, the instructor walks by and she's doing stuff. And he goes, that's such a good circle. Yeah. And we went, what? Did he just tell her she made it a was good like, circle? It, it wasn't was, a line in the film. It's just it this guy says this thing. Yeah, you know how sometimes in movies there's just some little, like, soundbite thing that happens? It was right. almost like that. I think it was, like, right at the end of the scene. Like, he said that and then it just, like, cut away to something else. If I'm remembering correctly. And that, that was a line that you kind of glommed onto for yourselves. Well, we backed it up like eight times and watched it over and over again because we thought it was so funny. They're in a computer class and these are like old, old, you know, Tan- DOS, IB. Yeah, Tandies you know. or something, yeah. Old computers and he's like, great circle. And I'm like, and back in the day, you know, making a circle on a computer was probably pretty, pretty good stuff, you know, it's probably good. Oh, and yeah, so it, was just, like, it was like the equivalent of editing a movie now, you know. <laughs> it was, and we wrote a lot of work. So we watched Miami Connection, and then we went and wrote Taekwondo the next day. So, and it uh, was, yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's about it. Doesn't have, it doesn't have some spectacular deep meaning. No, I mean, that's, that's fantastic. I honestly didn't expect nearly that much thought behind it. That that's, sounds like an incredible film. I can't illustrate how much, how little we of thought we put into that. It wasn't thought out at all. We just kind of were jamming on a thing, and then it became that. It was really funny. We couldn't stop joking about the movie. Yeah. Even while we were at practice, I think that was part of the reason why it turned out as <laughs> like it did. As uh, yeah. So it wasn't a, it wasn't an intentional ripoff, but it was like we wrote the song. And we were like, oh, that's so funny, and then we like. I don't know. Did we record it like two days we, later? Yeah. <laughs> I think we revisited the movie at some point and I was like, oh, that is a little more similar than I remembered. <laughs> so, whoops. <laughs> <But>. <laughs> well, hopefully the Miami Connection people will not be uh, lit- litigious. Maybe they'll... This. There's not a lot of money to make from it. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, they're probably they're probably thankful for the mention. You know, it's probably in the equivalent of like the mentions that Frente gets on the average day. Uh. <laughs> yep. So, yeah, no. yeah, and uh, just to be clear, that the Miami Connection is a movie from 1987. Correct. 1987. Okay. That so. sounds right. Yeah. Yeah. Drug dealers get a free Taekwondo lesson. Uh, <laughs> hold on. It's, it scrolls down. Yeah, it, it, that's enough. Yeah, you, you get it. From a college band called Dragon Sound. Okay. Dragon Sound, yeah. Yes. There we go. Yep. So listen to the uh, new record by Motherfucker and then go watch Miami Connection with uh, the Taekwondo EP multiple times over. I feel like I've seen at least part of this movie. It sounds so familiar. And I'm from Florida, so I feel like the the title probably was like, oh, oh, I should... I should watch that. I'm from Florida. That's probably relevant. Wait, to me. What is that? That's 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 why you're just, just you feel like it's like your civic duty to watch it. Yes, to answer for it. Yes. <laughs> um, yes. Appreciate your sense don't, of duty. Just don't forget to play it backwards yeah. with the movie. That's, that's when you get the that's when you get the real messages. Oh, okay. Right. Okay. Yeah. Good. Good to know. I'll make sure I drop acid beforehand too. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Oh, that's horrifying. <laughs> uh, next week on Protonic Reversal, no Brenna. 
just live tweet it. Just live tweet. Uh, From a basement like, somewhere. I would listen. <laughs> <laughs> It'd probably get better ratings than the actual show. So <laughs> it'd be hilarious. Uh, What's up with so? I, I thought it was funny that Gerard from Matador, uh, of course, uh, said you know some nice things about the new record, but focused on the um, the song "I'm I'm fucking Dick Dale" and the yeah, that was really funny. No one's really said anything about that, which I think is hilarious. Everybody's like, "Your band name?" Blah, blah. I'm like, "Have you looked at the title?" <laughs> I we get a lot, and we we get we get some of that, but it's funny people at, like I think people assume that we mean you know sexual intercourse with dick dale which is fine that, i would not jump to that at all like that I, was I, my second choice so, so for me and what what i what i <laughs> thought it was this dick dale was your second choice is that what you said <laughs> uh for me it, it was I, I i see it as kind of like a do you know who i am i'm fucking dick dale like it's also the, good. yeah yeah, yeah uh, that's that was my first choice good yeah good I read think- I think what happened was the first time I actually hit that 16th note thing in the middle of it on the guitar, um, I was like, I'm fucking Dick Dale. Oh, <laughs> yes, that makes I sense. Myself. I was like, oh, I just nailed it. You know, like, right. fucking Dick Dale, guys. Yeah. That's, that was that's actually the first song we wrote as a band. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no kidding. Okay. Huh. Yeah, yeah that's old. Old, old song. ass song. Yep. <laughs> well, and... Yeah, yeah. yeah like... Old is Dick Dale. Yeah, that's that's pretty old. He's, he's, an, old, he's an older dude. <laughs> yeah. There's a, there's a whole well. The thing, oh God, I, I actually went off on a long time back went on an extended rant about Dick Dale because his birch prices were like absurd. It was like, hey, get a uh, get a signed you know guitar pick for like twenty dollars. I'm like, fuck what? Yeah. Fuck well, you, really? Dale though, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's a, that would be pretty <laughs> awesome. Well. Dale. But here's here's the thing. The turnaround of it is that he's had all these health problems, and that's how he's paying for all his medical bills. I was so. just about to say, I can't believe he's still playing, and that's he's really played sad. several times. And I haven't, yeah. I have not made it because it's always on a Monday somehow, and I haven't been able to make it. But I really want to see him. Yeah, yeah. so I, I definitely, I officially retracted all trash talk that I ever made against Dick Dale's merch prices, of which I made a lot, and it was funny. You know, because because he, he had it. He, his <laughs> wife was his wife was running it too, and she was like very. She was very capitalistic about yeah. it, and I understand the reason and rationale for it now. But it was sort of like it, it was a bit off putting to some people at a, a couple occasions. And you're uh, like, come on, who is this guy? Well, and fucking I, Dick Dale. I, I love I love Dick Dale, <laughs> but I was like, yeah, I, I love Dick Dale, but I was like, really, fifty dollars for a fucking poster. I mean, yeah. the, the twenty. It was the twenty dollars for the the picks was what got me. I'm like, really twenty yeah. dollars, five? Okay, but yeah. I mean, how small is his signature? Is it an altered signature? I, is I it actually his signature? I was too busy thinking of one liners to actually like get any details. I think. Oh, okay. But, like, what if Dick Dale picked up the pick and then did a run with it, and then you paid twenty bucks to have that pick? That would be that'd be cool. Worth it. Yeah, that'd be pretty sick. Like if he was just like, you know, like all the way down, and then he's like, "Okay, kid, twenty bucks." <laughs> <laughs> that'd be cool. Price goes yeah, up ten dollars exactly. for each run. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that I, seems right. Well, I had a pick that uh, Real Big Fish had signed. Wow! <laughs> did, they, did they pay you twenty dollars to take it? It did not cost me toy. It was free. I don't. I don't know if I have it anymore. But <laughs> I think they're from. Are they from Gainesville? I think they're from. Probably. Oh come on! What do you mean by that? <laughs> hey, the Causey Way is from Gainesville. I like Gainesville. them. Is there a Gainesville, California? 
No, I'm from no. Gainesville, Florida. Oh, Florida. Okay. Yes. That makes more sense. There's a Gainesville in a lot of places. There's a Gainesville in Georgia, too. There is. So yeah. There. And Kentucky, I think, as well. Hmm. Okay. Real big fish is from Huntington Beach, California. So. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. They're like riding the sublime wave or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> yeah. That sublime wave. That wave was sublime. <laughs> So, uh, uh, switching gears away from the sublime wave, can we talk about uh, the song title Carl Sagan's Ghost, which I think is is an awesome song title, not the least of which is because I consider myself a secular humanist. Carl Sagan's like one of my, you know, kind of role models of of thought. Uh, I think that's a pretty interesting song title for a multitude of reasons. Um, we have a, a working list of, of titles, and that was one that I just had in kind of my, in my back pocket, and I really wanted to use it at some point. Um, and uh, Stroud and I got really, really into watching Cosmos. Cosmos, yeah, baby. I've done, I've done before, but we got like back into it, you know. And then there's the new one, and you know, we got way into it, and so it was really on the tip of our tongues, you know. And uh, so we had that working song title. We have a few that we haven't used. Um, They're all on my phone. Yeah, yeah, some of them are terrible, but funny. Um, but that one was really good. And um, the song was actually written very close to when we actually recorded the record um, in one practice really fast. Um, it's actually the fastest one that we wrote on that whole record. It just happened. And it was really fun. And it's so funny because... I think of all the songs we play now, that one and Zhang that you guys played earlier, that one, uh, those two are so fun for me to play. And uh, I'm, I'm playing, playing the theme song for Cosmos, by the way, in the background while you're talking. Yeah. So. Oh. <laughs> I, thought, I thought that was the uh, wrap it up music. No, like, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Please go on. Sorry. I'm... All right. That's enough. <laughs> yeah. Fascinating story. Anyway. <laughs> it's okay. It's not the Oscars. You no, yeah, you're not being played off. Don't worry. You can talk as long as you need so to. <laughs> I, I remember um, we had written, so we'd written Sagan and we we had recorded, but I hadn't done vocals yet. And I remember I was driving around for my job for a few hours one day and I just like played that over and over again. And I wrote the the vocals to it while I was in the car driving around. And I had a few Carl Sagan quotes that I had um, sort of made notes of that I liked and that's so there's actually a couple like one in, in particular Carl Sagan quote in the song that I use directly. I'm not sure if there's there might be two, but the one that's um, something incredible, something somewhere incredible is waiting to be known. That one's a direct quote. Nice. Yeah, that's and well, and one of the things I think is so, so great about it is that since Carl Sagan was such an advocate of secular humanism and, you know, reason and science applied to. Uh, the world at large, instead of relying upon uh, superstition and you know unproven things, uh, that the well, idea, the idea, <laughs> <laughs> the idea of you know Carl Sagan's ghost. Oh no, as a supernatural yeah. event, I think that's that's really cool. <laughs> I think that yeah. that's that scratches my science nerd itch for sure. Yeah, yeah, us too. Yeah, yeah. it was just one of those fun titles that I I really wanted to throw in there somewhere, and then the song mm-hmm. happened like. It, it was it was as if by magic. It did. <laughs> or science. It was as if that by was, science, yeah. Yeah. No, it was really good. And uh it was really fun. I remember like I remember turning to, to Stroud at one point and be like, Okay, so I just really needed you to to yell, it's science over and over and over again at some point <laughs> in the song. Can you do that? And she was like, 
yeah, I can do that. I'm like, okay, good. Just yell at science. <laughs> I can make that happen. Yeah, we can do that. Uh, the, all right, so, <laughs> and the song title that makes me laugh the most on, on the new record, of course, is Meth Witches. Though. <laughs> oh, uh-oh, you just opened a can of worms, Conan. It's the best uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Woohoo! You mean a can of confetti. Yeah, exactly. Worms. Confetti, confetti worms. Canon of confetti, as it were. Um, so you want to know what happened with that, I yeah. guess. Um, yeah, okay. What's, what's the, what's the deal with that, I guess, yeah. Because it was a thing that happened to me. I was... Uh, oh. <laughs> I was, uh, yeah, it was an event. This is the most literal of all the songs. This is, the, this is a song oh that God. actually is about, you know, a thing that happened. Um, so I was at home, and I was watching an ocean documentary on the, you know, on the television, and I was relaxing, and... Um, we live in a small town and it's relatively safe most of the time, barring some, you know, drunk college students wandering around here and there. But um, uh, I was waiting for um, my roommate to get home and the door was unlocked and I didn't really think about it. Um, and I was just, you know, relaxing. I fell asleep on the couch um, and I'm, I'm blind as a bat without my glasses, so I had my glasses off because I was asleep. And then all of a sudden, I hear somebody come through the door. And I assume it's my roommate. So I, uh, I uh, can't see, and I look up. And I start saying, oh, I didn't expect you to be home so soon. And then uh, I, I look, and it's uh, not her. It's just some random person. It's just some random what? girl who I've never met before. And she's young, like early 20s, and she's looking really weird. And I'm like, and she just sits down in my chair, in my, my office chair, and just starts watching the ocean documentary. <laughs> like you do. Like, what? So you'll never I, notice. And I was asleep, right? Like, I was still on the couch when this happened. Like, she just sat down and was watching it with me. And I'm like, oh my God, what the hell? To be so fair, it was a fascinating documentary. Go ahead. It was a really good documentary, and I fell asleep because it was so, you know, peaceful and oceany. You know how that goes. Anyway, so so I, I, I'm, I'm like, oh, my God. I get my glasses on. I'm looking at her, and I'm just like, I do not know you. Don't know you. And I said, I, I said, oh, but I think my, my eloquent words were, so uh, what you doing? And she looks at me, and she goes, oh, I'm just, I'm just here. And I said, well, I can see that. <laughs> And she's, she's well-dressed. She's not scary-looking. She's not trying to steal things from me. But I'm still, like, extremely skeptical because what the hell, right? And uh, I look around and I'm thinking, like, okay, what can I, you know, defend myself with if necessary? But, you know, she's smaller than me. And I don't know. If I had to grapple, I probably could have. But I wasn't there yet. And I'm thinking, okay, what's going on? And I said, are you okay? Because, you know, strange young woman in my house looking for asylum, maybe? I don't know. And she's like, yeah, I'm just, she repeats it. She says, yeah, I'm just here. And I said, well, okay, but why are you here? And she goes, I can't talk about that. (laughs) So me, I'm like, oh shit, I'll die. I'm going to die now. I'm like getting really freaked out. And I'm like, okay. And I stand up. And I said, I'm going to need you to tell me why you're here. And she said, literally, and I quote, the witches from next door told me to come here. What? Wow. I'm like, and she doesn't look fucked up. She doesn't look like she's on drugs or anything. She looks okay. She looks a little rattled. 
So I'm like, wait, again? And she says it again. She says, the witches from next door told me to come. <laughs> so I already told you. She's like, exactly. I had told you about the witches. <laughs> don't you know like, the couple next make- door? Yeah, come duh, on. the witches, hello. Yeah, so I'm <laughs> What do you like, think I'm here? Witch- come on. Yeah, so I'm asking her which direction she came from, and she couldn't tell me. And I said, tell me which way you came from. She said, I can't tell you that. And I'm like, okay, here we go again, right? And I'm like, do you need to go to the hospital? Do you need to see a doctor? And she says, no. And I said, do you, I said, I, I don't know who you are. You just came into my house. You realize you can't do that, right? You're entering, you know? And she goes, I, I just need to stay here for, I just need to stay here. I just thought I could stay here. And I, I said, no, that's not going to be okay. But if you tell me why you're here, I might be able to help you. Cause I, at this point I've realized like, okay, she's not trying to like, attack me or maybe steal. I don't know. I didn't know why she was there. I never figured it out. So she's just saying this nonsense. And I'm like, okay, you've got to go. You know, we're just going in circles. And the witch thing really threw me off. To reiterate. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. And for the record on, you know, on both sides, all of our neighbors are all like families. Like we live in a very residential, like established area where it's like, very much families. I said my roommate. I don't know why it's it's Strout. We live together. I don't know why I said roommate. That's weird. Um, anyway, backing it up. I don't care. It doesn't matter. I guess I was just trying to, you know, create the image. I don't know. Anyway. So, oh, no, Rickson. Come on. So, so this girl is still freaking me out. And I'm like, okay, you got to go. And I finally, she's like, okay, okay, okay. And then she leaves. And I call the police because I'm thinking I'm more concerned for her, you know? Right. Than of course. I, yeah. Like, but I can't have her in my house if she's not going to tell me why or where she came from. Those are the two requirements. You know, like, I can help you, but you got to give me anything. So yeah, yeah, I, exactly. you know, I send her on her way. I call the police and I'm just like, hey, there's a girl. This is, I described her and I said she's on this street. This just happened. I just want somebody to, you know, keep an eye out. And if you get any more reports, like, you know, she might need help. I couldn't get her to talk to me. And that was the end of it. And I just speculated like how could this happen somebody was like maybe she was roofied maybe she was on meth and then it was just this whole decision that it was you know meth witches right maybe it's witches and meth why can't those things be put together and it was just this thing and and uh so uh, the original title was called meth witch invasion um and then we just shortened it to meth witches because when uh strout put the lyrics together it just sounded better and that it we yeah. just kept calling it Meth Witches, what, so Meth Witches just turned yeah. into that instead. Yeah. So that song is like literally like what are the words? Like you can't sit in my chair, you can't watch the show, you have to go. Like it's literally what I was saying to this girl. Like nice. just like you gotta go. Where did you come from? Where did you go? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Cotton> Eye Joe. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's what happened that one time. So I locked the door it's a lot. Pretty literal. No. I, was gonna, I was gonna say, do you lock the door now? See, I, us- I usually do, but that time I didn't, and then yeah. a meth witch showed up. And yeah, so lesson learned, huh? I learned. Wow. Wow. So crazy. I can- I've never had anything like that happen to me before, ever. So bizarre. Yeah. Well, at least she was puzzling instead of dangerous, I suppose. Extremely yeah. puzzling. The witch thing was the most stark of the yeah the witches that threw me she show up some some other people's houses later on we found supposedly now there was a rumor on the internet that that girl also showed up around town but we could never see if that was true yeah we don't nobody knows it's she just vanished into obscurity so nobody knows what happened she was she was mystical (laughs) like that 
So, yeah. Who knows? I want to know where the witches live because apparently they're my neighbors. So that <laughs> concerns me a little bit. I was going to say, I mean... Yeah, are they, are they in part of the neighborhood watch? You know, yeah, like what maybe <laughs> maybe you should outwitch them. You should start it studying. Could be a good, maybe they're good witches. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. The only thing, so what's the only specific? thing I could think of was the two doors down from us on one side, there is a, a rental house, but it was a bunch of grad students, and I know them like as people, and they are not... I, I mean, I'd be like really Maybe shocked if it turned out that they were witches <laughs> of some kind. Well, can you prove that they're not? Because otherwise, they're going to the lake. I mean, yeah, that's that's uh, not they, usually publicized. They weigh the same as a dog. Are they going to float though? We <laughs> yeah, need to exactly. That's it. <laughs> you're getting where I'm going. With it's this. it's the new Fight yeah. Club. Nobody talks about. <laughs> witches are the new Fight Club. Yeah. <laughs> It's the cool that fight club. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, that sounds way. Yeah, it sounds all right. <laughs> what would you call it? Witches? Are you going to witches later? Wh- witch, club? witch club. Yeah. yeah. Witch, witch yeah. club. <laughs> Yo, you going out the witch club? Witch club. That club. You know the one. Yeah. Witch club. Yeah, allows <laughs> everyone to do the who's on first bit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's a bad joke, but I love it so much. I love that joke. Arson Smith in the chat box saying that he thought it was meth witch, like a you know, like a sand, like a man witch, sandwich, something along those lines. Oh, yeah. uh, gross! Isn't that funny that we didn't even think of that? It's so obvious. <laughs> <laughs> like, there was one, there was one show where, um, well, we'd made a bunch of jokes with our engineer Joel Hapstadt, and uh, the joke was that I was singing sandwiches instead of meth witches. <laughs> So one of the shows that I knew he'd be at, I sang Sandwiches, but and it made me laugh, but he didn't hear it. So that was everybody else was just like, this song's about sandwiches, I guess. <laughs> well, I, I found that when, speaking personally, anytime anybody doesn't actually know what the lyrics are being sung, for some reason they always assume it's food. And I'm like, I've never sung about food in my life. <laughs> but it seems to be a popular thing that people mishear things as, for whatever reason. I don't know Maybe why. they're always hungry. Yeah, maybe maybe they're there was, exactly. There, there was another uh, thing in one of our songs that we made oh, a joke about food. Condiments. Oh yeah, go and buy some, <laughs> go find some condiments and make your food. <laughs> go buy some condiments if you have to. <laughs> it's funny. Cause it's good advice. I mean, really, I do feel like condiments just like live in the fridge and you inherit them when you move into new houses. Yeah. <laughs> I've lived with condiments before. Yeah. And you just have to make meals out of them sometimes when you're broke. <laughs> like, what do we got? We got some mustard, some relish. There's, there's, a, there's, a, san- there's a sandwich roll side eye in me that looks a little stale. <laughs> some sauce, yeah. Hot dog buns and peanut butter. Yeah. Oh, man. I, I love I loved the mustard sandwich way back when. That was a, that was my jam. Mm-hmm. That was your... people change lyrics or they think there's something else. It's food or it's about body parts or something. Because right. I remember years ago, years and years ago, when my first band, my friend Asa, I had this song where I sang off balance, off center, stumble and fall. And then from then on, he sang it as toss salad for dinner, fumble my balls. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Now I can't hear That's that some blowfly song. stuff now. <laughs> Good work, Asa. Yeah. <laughs> That's oh pretty gosh. funny. That's so, ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Having having little to do with balls. Uh, the, <laughs> the there's always okay. So so for you three ladies, you're a three piece band, and and there's always pe- people are into you know they 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 are into whatever music that they're into, and they're, I've generally found that 
there's always like some things that everyone agrees on is awesome. And there's always like the outlier that like, you know, someone's like, oh, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of, you know, like whatever, like whatever it happens to be. And then you're like, huh, really that? Is there anything like crazy outliers in the band motherfucker that are someone's just like the lone, lone wolf beating the horn for? As far as what we're fans of? Yeah, for like a band or, or an artist. Like someone's like, oh, you know, I love is a Billy Joel. You know, I don't. That's an example. But <laughs> yes, and- you do. Loves Bruce Springsteen, yeah. like a lot. Now I don't dislike Bruce Springsteen, but like I don't know anybody that likes Bruce Springsteen as much as Mandy does. Yeah, I, I also don't. I don't dislike him either, but not like I. I don't like it like Mandy does. Yeah. <laughs> Mandy's got the, the Springsteen deep cuts and uh, bootlegs, parodies, and B sides. I actually have this. My roommate loves Bruce Spring, Springsteen, and I like Bruce. Bruce Springsteen. I'd well. love it more if you could pronounce it correctly, even too. That'd be I cool. knew you were going for that, but you know, it's someone's got to pick that low-hanging fruit, or it just goes bad. So, <sighs> go ahead. Obvious jokes, but my ex-boyfriend loves the Boss, like a lot, and he bought me um, Nebraska. Is that the one he recorded? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Without the E Street Band, he bought me that for my birthday on vinyl. Man, he's- she brought up Nebraska. She's so she's so excited about it. That's a it's a really great album. But when he gave it to me, I didn't necessarily realize how great it is. Like because he loves Bruce Springsteen far more than I do. Not that I don't like him. I do love his music. But I think maybe he was expecting a stronger reaction, maybe. a different reaction, and he. He's kind of an asshole and was like, I bought this and it's really hard to find. I thought about keeping it, but here you go. And I was like, why do you have to say <laughs> well, that's that? That's a hell of a prefacing statement, yeah. Yeah, like he's, now he's I just... kind of asshole. He just is an asshole. Yeah, he <laughs> actually is a huge asshole. Definitive but, proof, yeah. <laughs> this was long ago and I have now since learned. But I also recently, like because my roommate freaked out when I moved in and he was like, you have this album. I look for this album. I can never find this record. Because no one ever gives it up, and then yeah, because people probably don't sell. Because that's the one. That's the one that even casual fans are like, "Oh yeah, that record rules." It's know? really, it is really great. And I now I'm like, wow, I wish that I had like been a little more appreciative when he gave it to me. But he said that to me, so it was not the best timing for yeah, me to be it's appreciative. Not the best phrasing, yeah, oh, man. I I feel like you. I would. <laughs> I'm a horrible person, so I would feel like you know, if you were really vindictive, you could like you know smash the record and then take pictures of it and send it to him and be like, this is how much I hate you. Yeah, well, it's, also, it's over now. It's but over the now. boss, the boss doesn't deserve that. No, and it's a really great record. Yeah, that would be a damn great. shame. It, I mean, and yeah. also, I mean, yeah, she said she likes it. So it's, a, it's hard yeah. to find <laughs> too. So I'm grateful <laughs> now, but it's like an after the fact, like, I just didn't yeah, know totally. at the time. It was and just front-loaded with some dickery, unfortunately, it sounds like. Yeah. Yeah, that dude, yeah, he front-loaded a lot of dicker- dickery. <laughs> <laughs> Fortunately, he moved 3,000 3, miles away. So. Check out the new Fiddlesticks album, Front-Loaded with Dickery, <laughs> coming out this fall. Fiddle what? Well done. Well done, but yes, I I love that that album is amazing, Nebraska. So Mandy is a big uh, Springsteen fan, and are there any other uh, wild outliers in the in the band, motherfucker? Um, I love Steve Earle too. <laughs> Steve Earle, okay, all right. I like his work uh, in The Wire. He's a good actor too. Erica and I really like. Uh, we have we have this like guilty pleasure band that is lame, but what? we both like it. Uh, <laughs> we really like- 
<laughs> She's scared now. <laughs> what is it? Um, it's called really the Beatles. It's a guilty pleasure, really. One Jimmy world record. That one Jimmy world record. What was it? Bleed some American. Bleed American. Yeah, I liked oh. that. And here's the thing: some of those songs on that record are actually terrible, but there's like five really solid songs that we both really like. So, and I think generally most people that you know like aggressive rock like we do would be like man jimmy world they suck but uh no we we like it and that's a thing but i mean there's not we all we all kind of grew up in a similar way listening to you know we all loved black sabbath a lot right it's probably mm-hmm. obvious i don't know but like shocker make, yeah i don't know not, nothing we do I, I don't i don't feel like we ever have anything that's like oh man that riff reminds me of this thing but i hate that so you know i don't know yeah i'm having a hard time thinking of anything that one of us likes that someone else in our band is like oh my god oh, that's horrible there was like, one time there was one time that erica accidentally wrote a stone temple pilots riff <laughs> <laughs> but it was exactly that. and she was like i'm not sure about this riff and we were listening and then all of a sudden it was like oh shit that's stone temple pilots and then we were like get rid of it it's out <laughs> flame yeah no I, never... I am not a stone temple pilots fan that, that just for the record <laughs> erica keeps trying to write stone temple it was stuck in my head i guess i don't know <laughs> she didn't even realize that happens all you the time up, i don't listen to stone temple if you grew pilots, up in and around have. atlanta like we did in the 90s all it was stone temple pilots 100 percent of the yeah. time on the radio so there's this like really intense hatred among a lot of people that grew up around here of, of you know, in, in that alternative rock 90s of just having Stone Temple Pilots shoved down your throat. Yeah. yeah I was talking about that today. I mean, I don't, I don't like loathe it, but I definitely am not a fan either. God, I heard some acoustic version of one of their songs and I just, it sounded, I was like, just die already. Just die of whatever overdose <laughs> you're about to have. You know, uh, sounds like Eric is working on some riffs right now, actually. (laughs) 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 There's some serious Jarl in the vocals on, like there isn't everything in here. I was closing with my, my coworker, who's also a friend of mine. I've known him for years and he, I was like jokingly playing that song and he started belting out the lyrics like, oh, like perfectly and i was like oh my god you wait how do you (laughs) i was like really surprised i had no idea it's like when you find out someone's a secret racist (laughs) 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 Ah, coming at you here are the secret racists (laughs) for like six months and then they say something really horribly racist and you're like oh fuck we can't be friends anymore (laughs) holy shit i had no idea You like the Stone Temple Pilots? Oh my god. <laughs> Terrible. Jesus. Gosh, I hope yeah. that I've never been that person. I mean, I'm not racist, but like, and I don't listen to Stone Temple Pilots. I'm Stone sure there's something. You seem the to unironically thing. love 311. So that that's suspect for a lot of people. Well, uh, that's largely... 311? Yeah. Uh, well, there's for a some whole, people. There's a whole backstory to that. Okay, that's fine. I'm not going to tell it. Yeah. It's not worth hearing. <laughs> 
next time on and my yeah, next time on Protonic Reversal. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you love three eleven? So, so Brenna, what is it about three eleven that? Oh, that's all the time we got for today. Sorry, it's the sublime wave, dude. You can blame it on the sublime wave. Exactly, it's sublime I was wave. a child. I would like to point out that when we have the band Minot in studio, Ben Thorne from Minot, the bass player uh, of that particular great band, has a predilection to where he remembers every band member's name of any band, whether he likes them or not. So he was able to name like all of the band members of 311. Like, and I double-checked oh, him on Wikipedia. True. Yeah, this happened in our show. <laughs> and I was like, this is that's an insane amount of useful knowledge to be like, a uh, useless knowledge to be like hauling around in your brain at any given time, you know? like, But it would be great at trivia. Oh, trivia. Yeah, totally. He's probably won a lot of beer. Right. Yeah. So, anyway, that's... <laughs> yeah, that's deadpan. Just- Wrong lyrically all the time. That that Stone Temple Pilot song. I don't know what they're saying in the chorus, but it's something like, "And I feel like the wine is in the cellar." And I'm like, I don't know if that's what he says. Bones begin to smell her. <laughs> <laughs> what do you say? And I see that the wine is in the cellar. <laughs> it's a very nice Chianti, <laughs> and I feel that I'm gonna pour some out now. It was just about his love for wine. <laughs> he was awesome. just like, you know, he just loved wine. He was just like, oh yeah. It would be nice if it was a Chianti. I like those. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, let's rewrite all the Stone Temple Pilot songs and make them all about wine. <laughs> I, I don't know. I have no idea what he said. That's totally what it is. I decided that's what it was. He's just bones or dogs. I have no idea. It's probably dogs. Dogs begin as the dogs begin to smell. Bones her. don't smell anything. <laughs> <laughs> he's just yarling his way through it anyway so it's not like it's yeah <laughs> the lyrical content isn't that important yarl you can really hear the oh yeah you haven't, i haven't used that phrase before when someone's yarl you know like <laughs> i'm all up- <laughs> <laughs> i just i had this like moment early i think it was either earlier today or yesterday i was in the car and i was driving and i heard one of those songs with that or that voice and you know oh, and i was just like Oh, I'm gonna take a shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's more like I want to take a shit, but I can't. It's very constipating. Yeah. So for yeah. me, I, I know that there's there's a there was a big contingent of people that were really anti vocal fry, and for me, the yarl is the musical equivalent of the vocal fry. Like I immediately like what it's what is this? I hate it the second I hear the yarl, like T Pain yeah. or whatever the T Pain. What? <laughs> like autocorrect? <laughs> what? <laughs> like autocorrect? No, no. Like when someone's like, rah, rah, yeah, yeah, like that kind of like you know, like the Creed sort of like that. Wait, what's it like? The the the, the Creed Temple Jam pilots, you know those guys. Wait, I get it. Explain it further. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, anyway, I don't like it. Anyway, moving on. Jam. <laughs> uh, okay, cool. So yeah, there- is definitely something that happens for both. Like I hear both men and women do that a lot. Yeah, it's a bummer. Yarling? You're all... No, the vocal fry thing. Oh. Sorry, we've moved on. I forgot. I really <laughs> oh, you're back on that, I just huh? want to keep talking about Yarl, because it's fun to, fun to know, say. I haven't heard you're any off. women do the Yarl thing specifically, although I'm sure that someone has it's done not it. not too late. <laughs> I think we just found our new style, guys. I, was say, <laughs> I think we found the direction of the next Motherfucker album. <laughs> Truly original. <laughs> And then they'll be like, they're like the female creed. Oh, you, can, you can call it Yarl's Revenge. Oh. 
speech is like the worst description that anyone could ever give anything. Oh man. Because that's... you have to qualify it as female and it's also creed. Yeah. It's already a <laughs> musical war Bucks crime to begin with, so there's that, but God, yeah. The nineties are back. I mean it could be a hit. You never know. <sighs> Fiddlesticks. <laughs> Fiddle. The new nineties Creed revival band. Oh man. <laughs> We've definitely taken it someplace dark. Yeah. We're talking about Creed, so yeah. We're yeah, the yeah. Right. <laughs> Pull us out of this dark hole, Conan. So, <laughs> I'm still stuck on your all's revenge, by the way. <laughs> you guys remember that video game, right? Someone, I wish someone has more Photoshop skills than I can put that together. Maybe like put nope. Scott Stapp's face on the uh, the thing you're shooting or whatever. I don't. Yeah, on the Earl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so what's so what's what's going on next for motherfucker? Obviously, I, I'm aware of the fact that you're going to be playing uh, Louisville, the Louisville PRF barbecue, and I'm looking forward to seeing you play. Uh, what 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 else do you have going on? What other fun things are on the agenda coming up? Um. Well, let's see. We're playing in Atlanta on Saturday. That's going to be great. It's going to be this like kind of our album release record release party in Atlanta, which is fun because you know, we're an Athens band and, and, uh, being readily accepted in Atlanta has been really fun for us and cool. And, uh, it's at the, uh, the Earl, which is a club that I grew up around and always have loved. So it's really fun to have them kind of throw us a little party, which is, I don't know, it's, it's validating. It's cool. Um, that's happening. And then, uh, Actually, a really fun thing that's happening in um, Athens is both Knife the Symphony and Nonagon are going to play with us the day before Halloween in Athens. Oh, wow. Nice. Cool. They both immediately contacted us like, hey, we're coming to Athens. I'm like, uh, so we're going to have a bro down then, I guess, because that's what's happening. So that, that's going to be amazing. I'm so excited about that. Are I can't gonna, wait to have Are you going to dress up in costumes? Um, I'll consult with Nonagon and uh, uh, Nice Symphony. I will go. At, I think we should go as Nonagon. Oh, <laughs> that'd be that's great. A great idea. Oh man, that'd be awesome. I, I just had to remind myself of why we would dress in costumes. Oh, <laughs> Halloween! <laughs> for Halloween, yeah. it's for Halloween. I get it. But like, <laughs> let's go as Nonagon. I don't. I don't like wearing costumes. I don't know how we would go as Nonagon. Really? That would be hard. It's so just fun warm. though. You can be anybody. <laughs> I'm, I'm the worst. I hate fun, I guess. I, I don't know. I might do that, though. That does sound like it might be to fun. Be if we can figure out how to, how to dress like Nonagon, no. I would probably do that. Well, for Hasty, yeah, you definitely cool. got it. You have to get the uh, the armband, for sure. That's a, that's a key accessory, mm-hmm. for sure. He's, 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 yeah. you, you could do it. You could pull it off. You could pull it off. <laughs> we'll work on that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Get back to me. I love Nonagon and Knife of Symphony. Both of those bands yeah. blow me away, and I, I just absolutely am thrilled that they had the both independently wanted to play with us in our town, and and just the fact that these bands that I admire so much are interested and we're excited about it, and then it's just going to be. I'm really looking forward to it. It's going to be so cool. That'll be really fun, and uh, I guess the rest of the year is probably going to be us. You know trying to write we've actually written a new song which is cool uh we've been promoting the record quite a bit so we haven't had as much time to to write but we have written a new one it's pretty cool i like it a lot um but we're we're trying to get back in the swing of things so we can keep cranking them out you know question is it is it called jarl's revenge we actually don't have a name yet so it's not too late for that i'm making sister 
I really do. I want to call it sister. I still, I'm still holding out hope that we'll get a song and call it, it uh, Time to Get Excited About Baptisms. Yeah. I still like that one. Yeah. We have a list. We have a working list. Yeah. Which, that, that's, that's great because it, it implies that, yeah, there's a conversation about it. Like, guys, it's time to get excited about baptisms, okay? <laughs> guys. Come on. Yeah. That one, and I think uh, The Floor That Would Be Swept was one. That was never going to get used. That one's not, that's, that's never going to happen. You don't know that. I do. There might be that. something that we come up with that'll just be perfect with that title. Yeah. You know, it could be a good short story title or a poem title or something. All right, you better write that. Okay. Mandy does have this baseline that she wrote that that just <laughs> can only be described as is it sounds perfectly like if a bear was wandering around in the woods. Wow, <laughs> that's evocative. Like, bear, tune bear. It was really awesome because she came into practice and she was like, "I got this baseline," and we we're like, "Awesome, let's do it!" And it and she played it, and Erica and I both just kind of were like. That sounds like a bear wandering around in the woods. And now it's this like running joke in the band, like when we can't think of a thing to play, Mandy just plays this bass line and it's yeah. it sounds like a bear. I'm so excited. <laughs> I I kinda miss the days of you know the CD's secret track, you know, how ah, those yeah. used to be a thing. Yeah. I think maybe if we ever do something like that, we should make the bear bass line a secret track. <laughs> That's a great idea. Just that by itself. That's good. Yeah. I like that. Oh, so it's like a cartoon bear going around. It's not yeah, like a menacing like, thing. Okay. Like a Charmin bear. Yeah, not a real like bear. Like a Charmin bear wandering around. Like a Charmin bear. Because the Charmin bear is always has, has those dingleberries on its butt. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's why it's so short. Oh, my gosh. Oh, dude. <laughs> he lost his toilet paper. Why did they use a bear for their... <laughs> Man, I'm a bear in the woods. You know what I could use is some toilet paper. Fucking charmin. Does right. a bear shit in the woods? Only I'm if it has toilet bear. paper. I'm... It's actually genius. <laughs> okay, then. So... Yeah, I thought we really had uh, done something with Creed, but I, I have no idea where to go now, and that almost <laughs> never happens. So, congratulations. Conan is speechless. Wait, stump the neutron. <laughs> you got on the topic of bear dingleberries, and I just was like, okay, that's, uh, yep. All right. Like, there we go. I think my cat is calling me in the other room. Yeah, I think, uh, oh, man, there's, 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 there's got to be something going on that I need to pay attention to, right? <laughs> yeah, here's some Stone Temple Pilots coming at you. Yeah. Anyway, so that's enough of that. <clears throat> But yeah, we're um yeah, we're trying to keep the ball rolling with writing and um looking forward to continuing to promote confetti, that sort of yeah. stuff. That's mostly what we got. Well, I, I hope you <laughs> I hope you can bring it out to the West Coast. I'd I'd love to help make that happen. You know, if we we have the PRF West out here, you should come play it. Oh, yeah. Just saying. That's definitely on the docket. We yeah. made a we made a, a very short things we want to do next year list and that was on it, so don't be surprised if we Make it or don't. <laughs> right. We would like to. We would very much like to. Uh, we we always re- we really want to play with um, Chung Antique. We yeah, want to get out there. Um, we've been talking about it for so long. They're kind of our uh, our you know other side of the country spirit BFFs. Oh. Yeah, our spirit friends. And sure, why not? Seminars there too. Seminars, yeah, them yeah. as well, of course. 
Both yep. of them, both of those bands. Yeah. Oh, and Bone and Bell. She's yep. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. Great. All three of those bands all played uh, Last PRF West. Great bands, one and all. There's a lot of great bands out here. And uh, yeah, we'd love to have you. So hopefully we can make that happen, huh? There, yeah. there are lots of couches here in Conan's house. <laughs> yes, there are. Yes. You, have, you, you are more than welcome to stay you 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 have a you have a place. You have multiple couches. I'm gonna go and say we lock our doors. So you don't have to worry about any fugitives from witches coming in. So that's you, good. Yeah, I mean, not in inside the apartment, but out on the street, we have our fair share of meth witches in the mission, at least. <laughs> right. I I must say. I don't think anyone should stop being ready for a meth witch. I think you need to keep your guard <laughs> up at all times, regardless so. of how your doors. I think meth witches are. Or something you need to be prepared for. You know a thing I considered once? Like, what if there's a fire and you're in a tent? I mean, like, <laughs> seriously. What? Wait, wait. I, this wait. is a reasonable thing and it has a backstory. But I can quickly tell if we have time. So so, so to reiterate, my reaction to that would actually be... What? <laughs> <laughs> well, my friend actually what? took me... <laughs> My friend, um, my best friend took me camping for my 30th birthday and we were sleeping in a tent and I like was like lucid dreaming, like half passed out with my dog that I used to have on my chest and she wakes up and Shireen is like, fire! Oh my God, fire! And I'm like in a tent in a sleeping bag. How the fuck do you get out of a tent in a hurry if there's a fire in a sleeping bag? Yeah, because you got to unzip the sleeping bag. Yeah, Too yeah. many zippers. Yeah. Yeah. You flail you just, around. You have a knife. You just slash. Yeah, that's true. If you, if you got a knife, you're good. Otherwise, you, it doesn't pair well with panic, I guess. Mandy's clearly an old pro at this. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> true. Well, last time that happened to me. I didn't. I didn't have. I didn't have a knife, and I had a dog Back sleeping at Camp on Crystal top Lake. Of me. <laughs> <laughs> Erica, you're a Girl Scout. You should know how to do that. Yeah, I don't I, yet. Just, they haven't trained me on that yet. Even when you're camping, you should be prepared for meth witches. The valuable knife saying. play <laughs> badge, you don't have that one? No, I always make sure I have a pocket knife and a flashlight with me. Good. Yeah, that's smart. So, God, it'd be so much scarier if the meth witch came into your tent and you yes, woke up. And there were, it would be <laughs> terrible. <laughs> like, uh, hello. Just said, like, oh shit, I'm in the woods, there are witches here. If she was watching your television in the tent. <laughs> yeah. She has like a portable TV. You know, I'm just here. <laughs> she brought her own TV. No, when I camp, it's like Tom from Parks and Rec. <laughs> Palatial. Yeah. <laughs> Got an Xbox. Yeah, everything's hooked up to somebody's truck, and then the battery goes dead. <laughs> then you're stuck there. I'm, I'm envisioning a smoking jacket, maybe, you know, the whole, yeah, the whole thing. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Erica's a Girl Scout, and she hates camping. It's kind of funny. I don't hate it. Yeah, you do. <laughs> I'm just not used to it. She's, I just don't like it very much <laughs> at all. In fact, get I'm still, yeah. I'm still working on getting comfortable in the out of doors. Out of doors. Out of doors. You guys have mosquitoes out there. I understand that. Fuck yeah, we do. Mosquitoes Ugh. are assholes. Wait, all of them. Wait, are you saying that there oh, aren't yeah. any mosquitoes in California? Not very many. Okay. There are some. Not like you guys got out there. It's it's a. Uh, no, no. Yeah. Well, I'm sure it's different, but. Man, why do we live here? Well, <laughs> well, it doesn't like- rain here. So and it's also incredibly part. expensive, too. It's incredibly expensive, and yeah, it's probably going to be yeah. a dust bowl soon. 
Yeah. And one of the places I camped this summer was in Savannah in, in a marsh. And yeah, there weren't real just marshy mosquitoes there. there, but there were sand gnats. And those oh. were really nasty. Oh, that's not, that's not cool. And, yeah. Oh, it hurts. I don't even know what a sand gnat is. Oh. I'm pretty sure and I'm against horse- them, whatever they are. Yeah, they're... they're. Oh, the horse flies will dive bomb your face. Yeah, horse flies, the, yeah. Horse flies are awful. They'll go after you. Ew, yeah. bugs, ew. So this is Pest Talk on Radio <laughs> Nope. <laughs> yeah, we have ticks and, and red bug. You mean like uh, chiggers? Yeah. yeah. Chiggers. That's the most southern oh, bug. Oh my gosh, I... I was thinking chiggers when you said sand gnat, and I just decided to keep it to myself because they're awful. They're, they're the <laughs> most awful thing. Yeah. Nightmares. Yeah, southern bugs. Yeah, the, the more cheater. south you go, and the more wet it gets, the worse the bugs are, I think. Most definitely. It's just like Walking Dead, but instead of zombies, it's bugs. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's just like that. It's true. All right, and uh, I I don't really know where to go with that, so why don't we just uh, why don't we just go ahead and say that it's been it's been great having you on. Thanks, uh, Erica, Erica, and Mandy. Thank you so much for uh, coming on the show. This has been great. Sorry about that, Conan. We a lot of <laughs> That's fine. We're just <laughs> we're running out of time. We'll, we'll we'll save it. We'll save the uh, rest of the pest talk for the next time you're you're on. So <laughs> okay. Sickroomrecords.com. Uh, you can get the the vinyl of the record Confetti by Motherfucker. The Bandcamp is Motherfucker Motherfucker. So nice they said it twice. Dot Bandcamp.com. Whoa. And <laughs> you guys are on Facebook too. It's uh I think it's MF rocks your face off if I remember correctly. Nice. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Like a steel trap, I got this memory. Uh, yeah, any, any any parting words? Any any message of peace and hope or pestilence? Um, science is good. Beware of the meth witches. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, buy our record, I guess. That's what we're supposed to say, right? Yeah, yeah I think buy that's... Buy the thing that we <laughs> yeah. made because it took a lot of work. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, and again, don't forget to shoot the cannon up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Always aim away from face. Yeah. Yep. And to anybody who's a fan out there, thank you for listening. Yeah. There you go. There you go. All right. Thanks, ladies. Thank you, Conan. All right. There they go. That's motherfucker. Let's listen to some meth witches, huh? Yeah.
yeah, there you go. That's Meth Witches by Motherfucker off of the record confetti. Get that Sick Room Records. Motherfucker, motherfucker.bandcamp.com. Uh, we really heard the, the very hilarious and harrowing story behind that song earlier. That was. I was thinking about what what if that happened in here in San Francisco? I wonder what that would be like. Huh. That's a good question. Let's let's think on that. Everyone, is this thing on? Think on that. Get back to us. Hey, it's the end of the show. That's Thanks for it. listening. Name of this show is Protonic Reversal. You can find this show every Thursdays, 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, on RadioNope.com. Say yes to Nope. Podcasts of the shows are available at RadioNeutron.com or wherever your finer podcasts are downloaded, or even the non-finer ones, too, I suppose. Non-finer. Non-finer. Less fine. Eh. Running with it. The iTunes thing has a thing you can rate if you can figure out how to do it. <laughs> Rating is helpful. Yeah, it helps us. It helps people find the show. Uh, it's always appreciated. Thank you. Tell a friend, blah, 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 etc. No show next week. Because I'm going to be in Louisville, Kentucky. Oh, playing music. shit. So no show next week. However, next week... After that, so two weeks from now, we're going to have a little band, up-and-coming band, called the Melvins. What? Really exciting. Yeah, very, very excited about that. what? Yeah, that's going to be be a lot of fun. Looking forward to that. 50,000 watts of... What else? Anything? You got anything going on, Brenna? When's the landline starting up? Is that soon? As soon as I learn how to use my recorder. Okay. Soon. (laughs) No, yes, very soon. I feel the pressure within the next couple weeks. I've been playing with it. I have it all planned out. I just have to overcome my technology problems. Okay. Well, that'll debut whenever that happens. Uh, hey! I'll take that. That was a sick burn. got my radio on. Thanks for listening. Can you hear me now? Check you later. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now?
Welcome to my top 10. I'd like to thank our sponsor. But we haven't got a sponsor. Not if you were the last man on earth. She was prepared to prove it. This one goes out to a special girl. There is no special girl! It's the, it's the end of radio! The last announcer plays the last record! The last what? Leaves the transmitter! If there's no one there to receive. It's the end of radio. As we come to the close of our broadcast day.
Okay, so if somebody gives us a bunch of money, we'll change our band name to Fiddlesticks. <laughs> a bunch of money. <laughs> yeah. We're talking six, seven figures for that. <laughs> it's going to oh, be yeah. a high price. It's going to be a lot, yeah. <laughs> Fiddlesticks. <laughs>